time to welcome in the welcome in the excellent Wallace Chapman, who's oh. been working busily on today's instalment of the panel. Listen to those horns. Gosh. Doesn't it put you in a good mood? It does put you, you know. You know what, they were very controversial when they started. How long have they been around for? Five years, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But no, I love them. So Gets me in the mood, and there's a lot to be talking about uh, this afternoon, that's for sure, uh, GC, including, uh, well, the latest official cash rate figures holding at 5.5%, but rates um, adjustments may be a while away. So we have an explainer, and today is your chance, really, to ask a question of our economist, Bernard Hickey. How will it affect your mortgage? Any questions at all for Bernard, I'll put it straight to him so he can text me 2101 or email the panel. He's great. At RNZ. What I like about Bernard is he's not afraid of a hot take. Some economists do everything they can to walk right down the middle and yeah. not commit, but Bernard will blow it up. Yeah, he'll bust down the house. <laughs> he speaking will. of housing, he he's, got, he's got a lot to say about Chris Bishop's housing announcement. Um, so you'll <laughs> you'll hear Bernard's hot take on that as well. Also, as you've been talking about, a great interview, Jesse, with Janet Wilson there, um, 35 years of newsmaking added in just like that. Shocking day for the media industry with News Hub set to close. And we talked to a former uh, News Hub newsroom journalist he was there quite recently, and he's just heartbroken about it. Oh, uh, so he will give his inside track on that. And it is an industry thing, and it is quite hard to sort of talk about, but it's a big day for the media because, as one person said to you in, 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 the, in the canteen, how many other countries of five and a half million people now just have one news outlet at six? And a state-owned one at that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, like everyone in the in the industry, I was pretty um, upset when I heard the news today. But you do kind of maybe assume that it's only going to affect people in the media. But no, it's been a huge story today, and and people with no interest in the media are still reacting to it, yeah. searching it up, um, yeah. wanting answers, and, and wanting to know what the future is going to be. Yep. So we uh, we delve into that too. Now, the smoke free environments and regulated products amendment bill that has been debated. It's quite heated. It's been debated as we speak mm. right now. It'll go into the year evening. And I have a question for our listeners, Jesse. Did you work in a pub or a bar when you could smoke inside? And I want to ask you, how did you cope? Yeah. Yeah, remember those days? Or did you have an ashtray on your work desk? Get in touch, 2101. Recall those days? I can recall coming home from the headless chickens and having to have a shower because of the smoke. So we talk about that. I didn't uh, ever work in a bar, but I did a few full shifts there. And um, it's amazing what we put up with. Just, um, right? You know, all those hours and hours of secondhand smoke. And then do you remember when they stopped smoking and suddenly you could smell everything else? <laughs> we were like, can we bring the cigarettes back? <laughs> I miss the days of having a durry inside. That's nice. The 2101, your social history memories there. Uh, and look, just finally, Celtic manager Brenton Rogers called a BBC journalist a good girl, quote unquote. He said, it's not offensive. People these days are looking to be offended. So what do you think? And as a woman, have you had this happen to you? So text me, 2101. Yeah. Uh, and your panel got fantastic panellists, two of my favourite panellists today. You reckon? Verity Johnson yes. and Liam here. Not short of a comment or two, <laughs> either of them, right? Okay, good stuff. Yeah. Sam Hollis is working hard behind the scenes. Hi, Sam. Kia ora, guys. 
What's caught your attention today? Well, yeah, I wanted to start out by asking listeners out there to link into this. Is there a public event or attraction that you've been excited for, all hyped up for, and then you've showed up on the day and been severely disappointed? Um, (laughs) Send us a text on 2101 because this is exactly what happened in Glasgow over the weekend um, with an experience there called Willie's Chocolate Experience. Uh, It's described as an immersive journey filled with wondrous creations and enchanting surprises at every turn. So you're expecting to walk into Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, a manifestation <laughs> of, but the pictures that have been all over the internet today are absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Basically, what people found was an empty, cold, grey warehouse with a little rainbow entrance, a few lollipops and candy canes <laughs> scattered around the place, a little bouncy castle, I think, but that's about it. Uh, and one person, I think, on X described it perfectly. He described it as iconically terrible. <laughs> um, so, and I think you guys saw the pictures of this, right? Oh, the pictures were unbelievable, and thirty-five pounds entrance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it ain't and, free. And so, to to just for the listeners, what it reminded you of was walking to a quite a cold church hall, of which I know them. Being yeah. dad, being a minister, a poster on the wall of a rainbow. Yeah. Um, maybe you've got you had a you've got a large um, polystyrene rainbow that you walk through. Yeah. And then a free chocolate at the end of the hall. It's unbelievable. It had all the scene had all the glamour of election day voting. <laughs> you know, when you go into a drafty community hall and there's a couple of uh, tables. What are those tables called? The the ones that you crystal tables. Crystal, thank crystal you. tables. Crystal tables. Yeah. And I think it was the comparison to the um, to the marketing material too, because any anyone can do a pretty good job of marketing these days, right, Sam? If they got the yeah. right set of tools. Well, and apparently if they know how to use AI, because if you go to the website for this place, <laughs> all of the pictures on there are clearly uh, AI generated. And also worth noting that there is absolutely no reference to Roald Dahl or the Roald Dahl estate, so you're not going to see the word Wonka anywhere. It's very specifically. But Willy's, it was called what? Willie's. Willie's chocolate. <laughs> experience, but you won't find the word Wonka, you won't, you won't see any Roald Dahl references, um, so it's clearly a, you know, a sort of, it probably, I'm thinking, trying to jump on the hype of the, the right. Timothy Chalamet movie, um, but this just looks like it was Scam City. I actually clicked on the link to buy tickets today, and the page no longer exists, so I'm starting to get the sense that the organisers might have, you know, run in there, flipped the tables over, and ran out the door. The funniest thing about this, my take on this is, uh, uh, and, and it's a comment that jumped out at me, someone said on X, um, I can't wait for the Netflix documentary uh, on this, because for whatever reason, we have a real deep seat of fascination of festivals failure. that fail. Yeah. We love failure. We we always, for example, there was a, um, a festival called Fire, which was hyped as yeah. one of the great festivals of all, of all time, you know, sort of like the Bahamas. People went there, ferried there, and suddenly people were posting photos of their luxury lunch, which was a cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the <laughs> ultimate example. And now anything like this immediately gets compared to well, the Fire beca- Festival. Well, it became um, a huge documentary. Yeah, which is oh, fantastic, by the way. Yeah. It is, it really is. The schadenfreude is strong. Um, yeah. Send us a text on 2101, as Sam said, if you've ever gone along to something that was massively hyped and it turned out to be a bit of a dog. I immediately thought of, and this is before your time, Sam, but... Sesqui 1990 and the land of the long white cloud. Now I'd never went to this. It was in Wellington, maybe at the like the um, the showgrounds or some sort of. I think it's around Newtown. And I, I never um, 
I never went along, but apparently this is like a kind of a famous disaster. I don't know if anyone went. Uh, it sort of folded after a while. That was a massive scandal. Um, but yeah, two one oh one. People would have gone to Sesqui. Uh That was that was that was quite controversial because the dream and the reality didn't match. Yeah. In, in a significant way, I've got one. Yeah. Uh, it's a nemesis <laughs> where um, uh, some friends and I were thinking of um, actually filming. The great moment in history, that is, as the clock turns over to 2000. Oh, yeah. There was a major festival in Nelson called The Gathering. <laughs> it had been going for years. Uh, so here we were, 1999, on the cusp. But I had a really bad feel. I had, in my heart, I had a bad feeling about it. So I said, um, and they filmed this, I said, guys, I'm going to stay in Nelson and, and the backpackers. Yeah. We have a nice bath. Yeah. You, guys, <laughs> you, you guys go up. Well, I dodged a bullet. Really? It was a shocking event. <laughs> it, was, it was muddy. Cars couldn't get out. Uh, it was a mud-packed event. And here I was having an ice chablis in the bath, <laughs> Nelson, at 11.58 p.m. And, and when you see something like that, right, you can't help but think about the absolute chaos that must have been occurring amongst the organisers like 24 hours beforehand. Yeah. Um, and just absolutely sweating bullets over these things that just aren't coming together. I can't imagine yeah. anything more stressful. Do you remember when they did, uh, I think it was Aida at Mount Smart Stadium, and people were really angry about that. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was the opera, and I think the problem was that there were a lot of seats where you couldn't quite see the stage, and possibly even the more you paid, the less of the stage you could see. <laughs> You're bringing out all the big names these days, Sesqui, Aida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> someone says someone suggested Y2K was a bit of a disappointment. I don't know if people were expecting, like, were hoping for Well, no, I can, I can recall. It was, it was a big deal because no one knew what would happen as that tick as that clock ticked over to one second past, and I was actually quite, there, there, I wasn't frightened, but there was a there was a fear. What's going to happen? What am I going to be? Am I going to be electrified in the bath? Um, but that that gathering was a momentous event, and it was actually quite a. Um, it turned out to be quite a terrible, terrible gathering amongst the great gatherings I've had. But yeah. that was one of our iconic festivals. Yeah. Boney M at the Dunedin Town Hall says someone an hour long average DJ and forty minutes of one member of Boney M with a bunch of much younger ringins. Was it worth going out the door for 75 bucks? Don't think so. And can I just uh, do a quick shout-out to the Foot Rot Flats theme park? <laughs> Did you ever get to that? You were down south. You probably never No, I didn't. No. I quite enjoyed it as a mm. kid. This would have been 1986, 1987. Um, went out there and all these sort of rides themed on the famous Murray Ball yeah. comic strip. But uh, apparently it wasn't quite what people were expecting and that sort of crumbled after just a few sad months. I think it was a bit of a victim of the uh, 1987 economic challenge yes. as well. Yep. I, think, I think a similar situation in the US when they tried, I think Nickelodeon tried to sort of get on the theme park buzz with a Nickelodeon land and that yeah. ended up just a sad, decrepit site it's a, as well. It's a high-stakes venture, high-stakes venture, the old theme <laughs> yeah. park. Thanks, Sam Hollis. Thanks. Uh, Wallace is Cheers, back Jesse. at 6pm with Verity Johnson and Liam here. Uh, Liam here with the panel hour. Right now, it's time for Lisa Owen and Checkpoints. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.